am Mitali Jain, a childbirth educator, pregnancy yoga trainer, and founder of Birth With Me. In this weekly podcast, I talk about pregnancy, pregnancy care, labor and birthing, infant care, postpartum care, and a whole lot more for a positive birthing experience. Tune in every Saturday for a brand new episode. Hey everyone, so welcome to the very first episode of the Birth With Me podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about birth and what a positive birthing experience entails. But first, let me introduce you to my co-host, Mansi. Hi, I'm Mansi Chauhan, an educator by profession and the co-host of this podcast. So Mansi, tell me, what image pops in your head when you think of birth? Um, too much blood, a lot of painful screaming, being surrounded by doctors, nurses, like a very serious, intense environment. So that is the exact image of birth in most women's head. It's filled with fear, plain, simple fear, screaming, a lot of labor pains, laying in a hospital bed, exposed to the whole world. But what if I told you that birth can be different? What if you can decide the kind of birth you want, the people you want with you during birth, the environment you are in? But Mitali, like, how does one actually overcome the fear of birth? So the fear of birth either stems from pain or a lack of control over the process of birth and your whole body. First, you need to understand and accept that pain is a part of the process. It is pain, but with pleasure. The pleasure of seeing your baby at the end of the pain. Some amount of pain is normal, but tolerable. Not being afraid of such pain will take away a majority of the fear. So it's just like periods, right? Because it's natural. It's different for different people. Like some People experience a lot of cramps, a lot of discomfort and each woman has a different way of relieving this pain, right? Some of them maybe just uh, use a hot water bag, some maybe take massages, some even um, do movement, they do yoga to help relieve that pain. So I think it's the same thing with the labor. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So this is also exactly what is said in the gate control theory of pain. Have you ever heard of the gate control theory of pain? Um, no, I think very vaguely, but yeah, not, not exactly. Yeah. So the gate control theory of pain states that if you activate your nerves in a non-painful way, at the same time as feeling pain, you will block the pain signals to your brain. So for example, have you ever banged your toe on a chair or a table? What's the first thing you do? I mean, you rub your toe, right? Like you just kind of rub it to help you relieve that pain. Exactly. So that stimulation of rubbing or pressing on the toe helps inhibit the pain fiber activity, which thereby blocks the perception of pain. So how does one really use this gate control? I mean, it's all theory, right? So how does one use this gate control theory during labor and the painful process of birth? So let me give you an example. Take a comb. Squeeze the comb in your palm. The teeth of the comb should squeeze into your palm. Now use this same technique 
during a contraction when you squeeze the comb into your palm it causes a sensation which is a controllable pain because you are determining the amount of uh, pain that is going to your body this controllable pain is the one that you can focus on this sensation of the comb bristles being pushed against your hands overrides the pain that is felt during contractions but i think there's a lot of theory and a lot of ways to do that i think it's we'll take it up in some more episodes in the upcoming future and kind of understand how to actually go about it because there seems to be a lot of things that women can do actually to help relieve this pain exactly there like uh, the gate control theory can be spoken about for hours and hours there are a lot of methods that can be used along with this theory to help relieve uh, pains during labor pains during contraction but let's take that up at another time yeah so right so coming back to the fear of birth mitali so again pain is one part of the process the other is what if a woman is actually genuinely fearful of birth so how does one go about it so how do you overcome fear about anything in real life you try to educate yourself about it when you have the knowledge about it it helps you gain some control over the activity so the first thing you can do is get informed about the process of birth get informed about the process of labor what happens before birth or before labor what happens during it and what happens after it the second thing that you can do is identify what your preferences are with your care providers that exactly what you need you want to do you know during labor what is allowed to be done what is not allowed for example is your partner allowed to be with you in the room during your process of, of you giving birth to yeah. the child because some women really want their partners to be with them so knowing whether that is allowed or not will help you relax and will help take away the fear right so are you telling me that birthing like you know coming back from the whole image of being it very painful very intense to what you're sharing overcoming fear can it actually be a positive experience for a woman it definitely can see it's not just about taking away the fear but there are a lot of other things that we also do so for example most of you would have been doing some form of exercise you would do yoga you would do zumba pilates so why are you doing those exercises to strengthen your body right so why are you not doing something to strengthen your mind how do you strengthen your mind by getting the tools and the information that is there available the resources that are available to know what exactly happens during childbirth and knowing that these are your options and these are the other options available if a does not work out what is plan b what is plan c what is plan d what about those uncertainties and the emergencies like you know that comes up in the times when again you know woman is just going through a lot of things and she's just trying to cope up so how does one go about it and when the positive experience can enter that space of uncertainty so uncertainty or changes are the crux of life everything changes right? right but you need to have trust in yourself in your body and your instincts mm-hmm. yeah and you need to trust your partner and your care provider who resonates with your thoughts okay and how do you plan for uncertainties and emergencies accept that these things are going to happen if this is going to happen okay my plan was to give birth without any medication yeah. but no now things have not gone my way the doctors like no this is not working or you have to take xyz thing mm-hmm. 
then be okay with it that okay now i have to take it let's move to plan b plan b doesn't work let's move to plan c if plan c doesn't work and there's no more plans you've made yeah. no contingencies then whatever works at that time keep the space for that keep the acceptance for that do not hold on to the thing that no i decided i'm going to give birth like this so if this not going my way then it's not a positive birth experience yeah that that really makes a lot of sense um so we we've, we've talked about birth um but birth is just at one moment right there are nine months leading up to that particular one moment so what is that one thing maybe uh, or one advice that you would like to give to that person who's giving birth um and something that the woman can do for those nine particular months leading up to birth exactly so the one advice i would give is communicate just communicate communicate with yourself with your partner with your doctors your other care providers if you have a doula or a midwife talk to your parents your family whoever is going to be part of your pregnancy journey who you live with who will support you in the initial few weeks after birth you need to communicate with them what you want what you need what is going on in your head what you do not want because when you communicate your needs your wants your fears your discomforts likes dislikes thoughts that helps the other person know what is going on with you nobody can read your mind yeah neither can you that's right and what about post birth like i mean that's also again that time right where the woman is healing she's just given birth so any any advice on that as to one tip maybe that um, the woman can keep in mind post birth so the first few weeks after birth is the most precious time that parents or immediate family have with you and your baby to bond so it's essential that you set healthy boundaries beforehand you can be respectfully assertive about who you want to visit in the initial weeks when you want them to visit what time you want them to visit and how much you want to share about your baby as a couple or family to the outside world or even to the social media spend time with your newborn build that connection and bond and give yourself and your body time to recover from the experience of pregnancy and giving birth wow i mean that that was a great tip madali um yeah i think that that brings us to the end of the episode i think we've really touched upon a lot of things but briefly and right from birth to post birth and something that is leading up to the 9 months of that point of birth and what are the main things that maybe the birth giver can actually keep in mind so that's something that has been my takeaway for this episode thank you so much so stay tuned guys we have weekly episodes being coming out every saturday today was just an introduction to what birth is and a lot of different tools will be coming up in the future for you to help you give birth and make your journey a positive journey